Actress Ashley Judd is leveling major accusations against movie mogul Harvey Weinstein, claiming he appeared in a bathrobe and asked if he could give her a massage or she could watch him shower. The allegations appear in an explosive New York Times expose headlined Decades of Sexual Harassment Accusations Against Harvey Weinstein. The six-time Emmy winner is best known for edgy comedy. Men can whatever, we don't care. Rip from his own life. That I'm in a constant state of agitation. Now Louis C.K. faces serious sexual misconduct accusations. Comedic partners Dana Min Goodman and Julie Woloff telling the New York Times, 2002, they were invited into the comedian's hotel room for a nightcap. He proceeded to take all of his clothes off and get completely naked started masturbating, Goodman says, we were paralyzed. Now the new allegations, though, against Kevin Spacey, eight people who work on House of Cards reportedly accusing the star of sexual harassment, saying it created a toxic work environment. ABC's Lindsay Davis is here with more on that. Good morning, Lindsay. Good morning, Robin. These eight people are all coming forward anonymously, saying they fear retribution. But yes, they describe the set of House of Cards as a toxic environment for young men who had to interact with Spacey in any capacity. A new allegation of sexual assault is being made against actor Jeremy Piven today. An advertising executive is alleging that the former Entourage star sexually assaulted her. Tiffany Bacon-Scorby tells People she decided to come forward after reality TV star and Playboy playmate Ariane Bellamar accused Piven of sexual assault. Piven has unequivocally denied those allegations. Over the course of multiple phone calls over several days, Scorby, who is based in Washington, D.C., shared her recollections of her interactions with Piven, whom she claims to have met in October 2003 when she was in New York City for an event. She tells People, he was very nice to me. He mentioned he was going to tape an appearance on Late Night with Conan O'Brien the next day and gave me his number and asked me to go with him as a guest. Scurvy says nothing happened that night, but the next morning after her work meeting, she met him around 11 a.m. at the Trump International Hotel and Tower where he was staying. Her story gets pretty explicit from here. She says, quote, I remember I was wearing this white ribbed turtleneck and brown slacks, business attire. I was sitting right next to him on the couch. Scurvy says we were talking for about five minutes and he said he was waiting for his publicist to come with us. Suddenly, he jumped on top of me, I tried to push him off, and he forced me to the ground. She says Piven exposed his genitals and began rubbing them against her body. She says she remained clothed the entire 15 minutes of her time in his suite, but, quote, he held down my hands and ejaculated all over my white turtleneck. To us today, eight women have now apparently come forward saying longtime TV host Charlie Rose made unwanted sexual advances toward them. The Washington Post has a story today reporting the allegations include lewd conduct, phone calls, and groping. The women say that they were employees or prospective employees of Rose on The Charlie Rose Show, which airs on PBS from the late 90s to as recently as 2011. Those are the years for the allegations. Rose is also a host, of course, of CBS This Morning. The allegations include Rose walking around naked in front of these women. Today, Charlie Rose responded to this report and the allegations saying, quote, I deeply apologize for my inappropriate behavior. I'm greatly embarrassed. I have behaved insensitively at times, and I accept responsibility for that, though I do not believe that all of the allegations are accurate.
Two questions about NBC anchor Matt Lauer fired over accusations of sexual misconduct. Executives at the network are now combing through potential new evidence to email. Broadcasting from the Live Network Studios in West Atlantic City, New Jersey, it's the Quizzo Trivia Podcast with your hosts Nick and Drew. To participate, tweet us at Quizzo Podcast or send us an email at info at quizzopodcast.com. That's Q-U-I-Z-Z-O. Now, let's get to the show. I'll tell you, Nick. I, b- I believe Charlie. I believe Charlie. <laughs> but not all of them are accurate. Not all of them Basically, are 100% accurate. Whenever you say the word but, you could just throw out everything you said before that because it's not an apology. And I just, you know, I want to start today's Quizzo Trivia podcast by saying, Nick, I would like to make this the podcast where I apologize on behalf of men for all the ridiculous creeps and freaks out there. Ah, it's not our that, fault. What I know it's not our for? fault, but I apologize on behalf of the gender to the wonderful women of this world, which I have many great stories to highlight through this Quizzo game about. Nah, I feel like these guys should apologize to us because now it's like <laughs> you're yeah, I'm just trying to get through the get through life, and I feel like now that we're all uh, suspected Aria, of just gold, being the white turtleneck. Like, what did you expect her to do? Go to her job? Just. <laughs> You know, I don't. I don't think the, he. The, the, the no thought is going on until after the sweater is already. <laughs> it's like I, I don't. You know, I don't even know. I don't even know what to say. I mean, you hear all of that, and it's just one after another after another, and you just wonder who's next. Well, this is great. I think it was a couple of weeks ago. I was laughing because the women of SNL had come out in support of Al Franken. Of Al Franken, former senator so, Al Franken. We'll start this off. Uh, with this, uh, we'll do a little who said it, okay? Who said it? All right, I'll read you a quote here. Let's see. Who and said this it? This is uh, as topical as it gets, just today here. I, of all people, am aware that there is some irony in the fact that I am leaving while a man who has bragged on tape about his history of sexual assault sits in the Oval Office. Senator Al Franken. Senator Al Franken. On his way out the door after six people have now come forward. So are the women of SNL going to come out and support again after this, or are we done with that nonsense? Like I said last time, it's not about the women you did not sexually harass, Al. It's about How the six sexual did. harassment become a political thing? And this is what I mean, political. He's a Democrat, so we're going to support him. But Trump is Trump. Yeah, but so I mean, we're he's going doing to... the right thing, at least, and, and not being in the public eye when you're a disgraced pervert. Oh, no, he's doing the right thing. It's stepping down. <laughs> sure. But, you know... How embarrassing is it for Saturday Night Live cast members that they came to this guy's aid amongst the scandal? Wasn't the best, uh, you know, I don't know, best decision? Uh, who knows? Uh, like I said, I wanted to, instead of just talking about all this nonsense, get it out of the way with some humor, and then and then talk about some good things that involve women uh, in our society. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, so and, what do you got? <laughs> so I'm going to give you my general knowledge around. I'm going to dedicate it to some like awesome achievements of, uh, of women in media that hopefully were not uh, harassed by the likes of Charlie Rose or these other perverts. <laughs> okay. But all we'll, right. we'll see. So I'm going to start you off with this one. First question of... Today, the 36th, I believe, Quizzo Trivia Podcast. What director was the first woman to win a Best Director Oscar, Nick? Okay, I know this. Okay. Uh, it was for an awful movie. I mean, I mean people have come <laughs> against me with this who have liked this movie. I absolutely Could not hated take this it. movie. Tough movie. Uh, her name is Catherine Bigelow. Catherine Bigelow. And she beat her ex-husband. James Cameron. Who 
had maybe the all-time directing achievement with a movie called Avatar. Avatar. Yep. Which, I, I mean, has anybody ever directed a better I'm not, I love the movie Avatar, and if you liked it or you didn't, I mean, it grossed billions. Right, and, right. I mean, the, the achievement of directing has never been better than what he did in that movie. Sure. Right? There, there was a That's lot to That's the pinnacle? It. Yeah. Okay. Very, very, very impressive and, stuff. And, and he did, did uh, not win. his ex-wife beats him for some garbage indie <laughs> film that I'm, was I'm here trying to glorify the, uh, the achievements of oh, women in media. Oh, I forgot. We're trying to glorify And you're sitting here knocking this thing to the ground <laughs> like an animal. All right. Keep going. All right. <laughs> All right uh, we so there's those stories about you. All right. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Throw them back I got something me. about uh, women. Okay. Shedding good light in the media here. Thank you. Okay. Made popular by the first daughter. What was Dictionary.com's word of the year for 2017? Made popular by the first so daughter. So Ivanka, uh, yeah. Ivanka Trump. Yep. Made popular by Ivanka. What was Dictionary.com's word of the year? And I think they measure this based on, like, Google searching for what the word means. Um, things like, you know, Dictionary.com searching for what not, the word I'm means. I'm not going to have a shot at it. I know, I'll give you I'm the not... definition and see <laughs> okay, if you can get it. I still won't have a shot at it. If you, you, you got a shot at this. Choosing to be involved in a legal or questionable act. This word means choosing to be involved in, in a legal or questionable act. And it's a word that we didn't use much before 2017, and now it's, still it's everywhere. It. Complicent. I, you know, that's crazy. That's the first word that came to my head. I just, just shouted it out. Yeah, because I didn't want to sound dumb. I was like, maybe that's totally oh, It's always better to give yeah. it a shot. Uh, yeah, but I just didn't realize. I didn't think that that would be anything that I've heard. When I thought about that word. Well, they I'm did like, a skit on Saturday Night Live well, about it, too, where they were mocking uh, complicit. Okay. Yeah, complicit. Sure. Maybe that's where you saw it. Uh, no, I didn't say. I can assure you, that's not where I saw it. I have not seen Saturday Night Live in a very, very, very long time. No, you didn't watch those Alec Baldwin as Trump clips when they were running. I've seen they clips. were funny. I seen clips. No, that's all I want. Yeah, you yeah. can't sit through a whole oh, episode of Saturday Night I Live. I thought you were inferring. Oh, yeah, no, right. no, I meant um, like this. Okay, I'll, I'll give you one out. more. Here's here's a, a positive light achievement thing. Who was the first woman to anchor an evening news program on a major news network? All right, I think I know this one, too. Look at Nick with two for two. With uh, Big fan of women in media. There you go. Come on. Give it up. That's what I'm saying. There's, yeah. Look at the competency of women running things, for God's sakes. It's oh, impressive. yeah. We, I mean, we are probably better off with women running yes. things. I, I'll admit yes. to that. They're very <laughs> are, good it's, at not, that. it's not a question. Okay, it's, here we go. Guarantee. I'm going to go with Barbara Walters. Barbara Walters. Am I right? Boom. Barbara Walters. You know song, sure it, do you know the song Barbara Streisand? Have you ever heard that song? There's a song called Barbara Streisand? Oh, yeah, there's a song called Barbara Streisand. Yeah, I do. Okay, I have heard it. Is it, uh, I'm trying to think of it. It's an alternate, alt-rock band, does it, right? Um, I don't know. Let's see. It's, is it like, uh, who's Ashley Simpson's, what was that band that he's in? Pete Wentz. Fallout Boy? Do they do it? Or do they do a song about Gina Davis? Is there a song about Jennifer Lawrence? <laughs> if not, somebody should Jennifer write one. Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, let's see. I just can't remember who sings it because the problem is when I search for it, what comes up? Are you up spelling Barb? You know how to spell Barbara? Well, yeah, I know how to spell Barbara. All well, she spells it different. Is... Barbara Streisand spells it differently than. But her else. stuff is what's coming up. That's what I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to find the song that she spells uh... it Barbara. <laughs> Barbara. Babs. 
Let's see. I almost wish I had this conversation over because I came through a screeching halt. I figured I would be able to pull it up really well, quick. Well, I'm trying to fill the airwaves here for you and our audience, but you're not giving me anything back. No. Uh, <laughs> Favorite see. song named after a famous woman? Oh, Duck Sauce is the name of the band that sings it. How okay. Could How could I possibly forget that? Uh, oh, yeah. It, this, is, this, is, this is worth it because you get a couple seconds of this. A uh... couple seconds of Duck Sauce, everybody. David escaped you for all this time. Or a couple seconds of a YouTube commercial first because they're pricks like that. Let's see. Oh, you want to give me some backstory into why you're yeah, putting yeah, me through this Barbara Streisand song? So I just find it like an insanely weird thing when like a song literally has one lyric. That's it. The whole lyric. And it's just the name Barbara Streisand. UB40. UB40. Yeah. <laughs> David Bowie. You know. There you go. Duck sauce, ladies and gentlemen. If you've never heard it before, party time! Turn it up. It's quite a treat for you. Party time! Oh, yeah. Get to the point, fast. I hope I didn't like click on some stupid remix of this. Like, you, you got me, man. I'm lost. Look. I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> Here. Okay, finally. Here we go. By the way, this was featured in the movie Sex in the City. Oh, the movie? Yes. Famous for that movie. How many times have you seen that? More than I want to admit. All right, I'm in. <laughs> wait, wait. Wait for it. Barbara Streisand. All right, I love That's it. it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> That's the whole song. We got to find out what the inspiration for this was. I don't know, but if you can picture sex in the city getting down to this, it's oh, yeah. pretty easy. You know, the girls walking, pan out, all that stuff. You see? Follow my theme there. Following my theme there. Got you. Good stuff. Got you. Got you. Women like Sex in the City. It's right. a popular show. It was. So we've always done great trivia from there. So you got any Sex in the City trivia for me? Uh, yeah. Throw your best I'm question sure. at me. Never seen the show. <laughs> never okay. watched one episode. Uh, but I can sure I have some trivia on it. Let's see. Uh, I'm going to give you a question from the show about a different show that you do know. So I'll, I'll ask you something you have a shot at getting. All right, before you do that, let me just get my question out to you. Okay. Uh, Carrie is the lead, right? Yes. Uh, what was her favorite brand of shoes? Manolo's. Manolo Blahniks. Manolo yes. Blahniks, yes. Too easy. Well, no. I mean, she was uh, famous for those, and she made those shoes famous. So, I mean, it, those shoes were famous before, but, like, they blew up once, oh, yeah? once they came on that show. I don't have a pair. Oh, no? No. <laughs> You don't wear heels, like oh, it's, it's all the, heels, right? It's in the in the den of uh, in the quiet I, of your. I got Asics, right? So do you know who Uggs. John Corbett is? John Corbett, yeah, uh, yeah. Sounds like a name I should know, but it's not all right. So he's an actor. You can uh, move the screen over here. Oh, there we go. John Corbett, yeah, John Corbett. Does he look familiar at all? Yeah, I, he does look familiar. Okay. 
So is he like Friday Night Lights or? Uh, well, he was on my favorite television show growing up, one of my all-time favorites, and it was like uh, really? I'm going to see if you can guess the name of this show, um, uh, because it was <laughs> I, I just absolutely loved it, uh, and the premise was very brilliant. Okay, so the premise was you got this uh, New York uh, Jewish doctor who can't get a loan to go to medical school, so he fills out a form for some. Uh, Scholarship. Northern Exposure? Ah, you're there already, my man. I appreciate it. Northern Exposure. So he ends up going to be a doctor in Alaska in the middle of nowhere. And uh, the show Northern Exposure. He was, he the, was star. the star of that. Yeah, he was the the morning DJ that he. That All right, he so I, I remember a couple of things. I remember the opening had a moose in it. Yeah, that was the whole. It's that was the whole opening, opening was a moose wandering through. I think my be- was that show on at ten o'clock. Because I want to say my bedtime, like that show would come on, that song would come on, and I would be uh, off to bed. The intro is fantastic. It's, it's a good, it's best, a very good uh, intro. And, and there's a moose, uh, and then there was a girl. I don't know her name. Attractive woman. Did she have like a birthmark or something? She had short hair. Yeah, she had short hair. I remember a birthmark or something, but I can't remember her name, and I don't know her name either. Let's see. She gave me love, and I said I'd never leave her. That's totally not the theme. What's that? I don't know what that. Why is. do they do that to me? <laughs> it's like it has the most pleasant theme, and then that's what they play. It's like, come on, guys, come on, get it together, get it together. Give me the right thing. There you go. Uh, there we go. Let's see. This better be it. Cool. A lot of hype. Yep, that's it. Totally not it. Nope. No, that's some dude who wrote a song named Northern. Yeah, that uh, that harmonica had me for a minute. (laughs) It was close. You thought it was going there, but that's kind of the fun of uh, doing this without a producer. Uh, All right. Okay. So finally, that's the fun. Uh, yeah, right. without a producer. Yeah, it's, like, it's like you get the. Bloopers. I was wondering. You get what the, the fun was. You get the bloopers in the middle of this the show. It. This is it. This is it. Yeah. Some moose crossing the yes. street. That's the sound. Moose. The whole intro is names and a moose wandering around. It's the sound of a twelve-year-old going to set and the it, bed. At you know, there's some o'clock. like Native Americans up there, but it's really a story about who the hell is living here and why. You know what I mean? Are they there for the tax break? Well, the doctor's there because he has to be. Sure. And then there's a guy who used to be in NASA, who's the richest guy in the town, who moved up there just because that was Rip Torn. Legendary okay. Rip Torn. Yeah, all right. Uh, it was just up there to uh, basically. So, are we asking run things. for the people of Alaska to reach out and let us know what they are doing up there? Yeah, Sarah Palin was the governor. I know somebody from Alaska. Yeah. Well, when I say I know somebody, I mean I met somebody once. I know somebody down here my who, wife who was from Alaska, too. Shout out to Penny, who works over at uh, she was Spencer from there? Gifts. Yeah. Uh-huh. Born and raised in Alaska. Her brother still works on oil rigs up there. So. My wife is friends with a girl who split her time between Chile and. On an avocado farm and Alaska doing something With in Alaska. Moose. I'm not something sure. Something moose related. I want to see. Maybe your husband was a pilot. They did, a lot of flying in Alaska. You it's hard imagine. to get around. Right. So, so like groceries. You're going to get in the, air, you're gonna get in the yeah, airplane. But, yeah, Nobody's thinking like, I'm going to build a hyperloop around. from Anchorage to. No. No. Um, all right. You got one more for me before we move on to sports? Sure. Let's see. Okay. Let's try this one. True or false? Reese's Pieces contain chocolate. 
Is that true or false? Reese's Pieces contain chocolate. True. It's a chocolate shell. It's false. <laughs> what, what is that shell? I don't know. I don't know what it is. That's no. It's Partially impossible. hydrogenated. Oh, uh, wait, 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 wait. You mean Reese's Pieces? Reese's Pieces, the little shelled candies, not peanut butter cups. Oh, no. Peanut no. butter cups no, are. No, no. Peanut butter cups got chocolate. They're covered in chocolate. Right. Reese's oh. Pieces. Okay. Question. Okay. Didn't yeah, you those, still think they had chocolate? Wasn't that still a chocolate shell? Well, just because M&M's, but the inside of an M&M, which is the same consistency, is the chocolate, not the outside shell. Right. So I would have guessed that, but that's still just, come on, guys, mix a little in. No chocolate in no Reese's chocolate. Pieces. No, just a little smear of peanut butter and sugar. <laughs> yeah, it's, they call a... it defatted peanut butter, whatever that is. Oh. Do yourself a favor. Don't read what the ingredients yeah, are and stuff. Living, living, living it. <laughs> Total perpetual ignorance and bliss. That's really. Just keep eating and getting right, diabetes. Let's go on to sports, Nick. I'm going to ask you an all-timer. We're doing a lot of, like, you know, as we get towards the end of the year, kind of best of stuff, introducing new people. to. That's one thing I love contest. about this time of year is the information on the year is all coming in. Yep, and yep. It just... But I'm also, like, bringing out some of the 101, you know, some of the best questions we've had that we've never done on the podcast is to try to you know, bolster those conversations when I'm not just sitting there looking through a computer to try to find a sound clip for the audience while they listen on the other end going to be like, is this guy going to find it or not? <laughs> uh, but I'm going to search you off with one of my all-time favorites. And I know you know the answer to this question, huh, but well. this is just one of the greatest ones of all time, and it must be discussed. Nick, here's your question. Who has a tattoo of his wife wearing a Mark Sanchez jersey? Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's... uh. Rex Ryan. Rex Ryan, ladies and gentlemen. When, I, when, I, that, when that was made public, <laughs> I, I, just, I was like, this guy Rex. Is that man, guy wearing? Is he, he got a tattoo what? of his wife wearing, wearing a, a Sanchez jersey? You can't take that off, bro. No, and there's just so much about that. I mean, like, those guys went to the AFC Championship game back two years, years in a row. Back to back years. And it was like, without each other, they just... Completely fell apart. Oh, like, man. how did that ever happen? How did that even happen? He must have inherited. He beat, he beat Brady, Manning. Was it Mangini's team he inherited, or was there somebody between Mangini no. and him? No. Boy, Mangini, Mangini was poised to really make a run, and if they had, if Sanchez was actually any good, boy, that would have been no. uh, that would have been one heck of a. It's a lot of what, a lot of what could have been over there. All right, throw one back at me, and then we'll move on to the next. I got a couple. Of Are we ones. in sports? Yeah, we're or in we, sports. Okay. In I wasn't, sports. wasn't sure if we transitioned or not, but that's we like we did. In sports. All right, quick true or false for you. Nike owns Converse. Is that true or false? True. Yes. They bought the Converse brand. Oh, you saw that? Yeah, I did. All right. I just Sorry. I think that's funny when you Sorry. Think, you think that people that are competing against each other are really just owned nope. by the same faction. Phil Knight. Like one day McDonald's will own Wendy's and Burger King. and it's Well, the like, difference is the nine-year-olds assemble the Converse and the six-year-olds the Nikes. So, I mean, <laughs> the reverse the, of that, the, the reverse okay. of that. I'm sorry. The nine-year-olds, the Nikes, the six-year-olds, the Converse. So, you know, you got to work up. Got to work your trade up. Um, all right. Did you see um, Tiger was back? I did. And he, how, how do you look? Well, I'm going to ask you this question. <laughs> how many back surgeries has Tiger Woods had? Oh, God. Had? I don't know. You got a multiple choice for me. I know he's going to know the answer to that question. Twelve. <laughs> Four. Four. Okay. How many back surgeries until you quit golfing? One, two. I, I that's mean, the, that's the thing that that makes that guy go. Yeah, but if you're the if, if he's not the greatest of all time, which some people might argue, yeah, I wouldn't say he's the greatest. I say he's the second greatest. Sure. 
at when is enough enough? Four back surgeries and you're you're out there still doing it? All the money in the world? I don't know. It's crazy to me. But uh, he did all right, I think, for a round and then fell apart. I just found. I mean, I, 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 I root only because it's interesting, but I don't really root for him. It's like I root for him to get just close enough and then fail. <laughs> just get, get just close, close enough to yeah, get close enough to fail and then blow it. Right. All right. Uh, I'm going to ask you like kind of a generic sports question. We don't do a lot of these on the show, so I'm curious if you know this. I'm, I think you do. But in official shot put competitions, the athlete must rest the shot against which body part immediately prior to throwing? Shoulder? Wrong. Uh, let me think about it for a sec. Shot put must rest it on what body part? It has to touch something. Chin? Neck. Neck. Okay. See, I'm neck thinking. I'm thinking shoulder. It. Gotcha. Okay. It's interesting. That's though, tricky. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think people. Some people will know that maybe. If you've more, ever shot put it in your life. Well, how many people have actually shot put it at a level? That might be the rarest form of athlete in the country. <laughs> shot putters. Shot putters. What do you do, sir? <laughs> uh, I'm a shot putter. Oh, dude. There's a great there was a great uh musical called Matilda. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the head of it is a uh the headmaster or whatever is an Olympic shot uh hammer thrower. <laughs> <laughs> and sings a song about like how lonely it is to be the hammer to thrower. Be the hammer thrower like your whole world is in a circle. <laughs> it's just like and your whole world. I think all the kids are having fun playing sports together <laughs> and your whole life basketball. Is... <laughs> and I am here. <laughs> To throw the hammer. hammer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you got, you got one back for me. Throw I got the hammer. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, yeah, since we're talking about the Olympics, did you see what country is banned from 2018? Oh, no. We did not do it. Flat out banned. Noski. Niet. For a systematic doping oh, by the yes. IOC. Oh, yes. We dope. Mother Russia. We is do some doping. Out. Of the Olympics. How about what you that? call doping, we call playing. <laughs> Do you know oh, what, what is fair? Like what, is, what is fair? What Do you is know fair? what weather is like in Russia? Do you know what women are like in the winter in Russia? <laughs> the funny thing is, anybody that's ever been to Russia, I like, hear good things. Yeah. You know? No place is ever as bad as anybody imagines it, except Transylvania. I don't know. I zoomed in on Google Earth on Transylvania. I did not like what I saw. I saw like I think the Bronx is as bad. Scattered, as scattered like farmhouses amidst a whole lot of graveyards. What are you looking for in Transylvania exactly? Answers. All there, all there was was a whole bunch of scattered houses amidst a whole lot of graveyards. Could you imagine? What trying to sell real estate is like in Transylvania. <laughs> it's like, what's the next town over called? Oh, that's called... Uh, Not Transylvania. Yeah, it's, it's called, it's called uh, Myersville. It's like, Myersville's <laughs> got a nice, <laughs> a nice ring to it. I like that. <laughs> Sounds better than Transylvania. Let's go Oh, yeah, whatever. I'm sure you get it. Quite a deal on a house right now. Oh, my God. Um, all right, I, could ask, I got two more that I could ask. Uh, I think this one's a little bit uh, better, so I'm going to start with this. Which American male tennis player won his first Grand Slam event in 1990 at the U.S. Open? I, th I think I know this. We just ask it one more time so I can make sure I didn't miss up here. Which American male tennis player uh -huh. won his first Grand Slam event mm -hmm. in 1990 mm -hmm. at the U.S. Open? I, I think I want to say it's Pete Sampras. Boom! 
Boom. Yes. Okay. Not Andre Agassi. Right. So there's right, your Pete was only 19, I think. That's right. And he's he the youngest still, youngest male to win a Grand Slam event. I believe he is. I don't have the information in front of me, but I think Can't he think is. Of that I came. think he's the youngest male to yep. win a Grand Slam event at 19 years old in 1990. Pete Sanford's Mr. Electric. Personality. <laughs> <laughs> Hit him with the hind. Hit him with the hind, <laughs> Pete Sanfras. Uh So we were talking hind. college football just a week ago on this uh, podcast, and we were uh, we had Alabama written off for dead. And I believe I had said if and when we get Here to this week, go. Alabama will be the number one and a favorite favorite in Vegas. The boom, boom, boom. So I ask you, uh, what was the last team out of the Final Four uh, for the voters? Who missed? Who's number five? Penn State. Ohio State. Ohio State, oh, okay. Who uh, beat Wisconsin as we watched. Won beat, enough. Won the Big Ten and will be uh, playing uh, USC in the Cotton Bowl. Oh. <laughs> the Pac-12 uh, Pac winner and the, Big Ten winner will face off YouTube. in the Who Gives a Rats ass, ass Bowl. Watch you two play bowl. Well, let's see what Sam Darnold does in his last Well, I think Ohio game. State is laying seven. Okay. And Urban Meyer has a tremendous Record, record when he's yeah. got time to prepare. Sure. But if you're Ohio State and you're thinking we should be in the Final Four. Big demoralizing. The, the motivation factor. I'm taking a seven with Sammy Ballgame and seeing Let's see what happens. See, seeing what happens. Future New York Giant quarterback, as I predicted the entire time. Just people don't. Oh, how bad will that be? If he, if, the, if he. I'll tell you, the Packers might have something to do with it this week. They're playing the Browns, so we'll see if the Browns pick up their first win. No, come on, man. Not again. Your team's in the playoffs. If Sam Darnold, if the Browns have the first pick and I'm Sam Darnold, I'm playing for USC next year. No question. No question. And then Josh Rosen will go to the Browns for sure at that point. And then who do the Giants end up with? Maybe uh, Allen. Is that the kid from Wyoming? Yeah. He's going to be... The, thir- the second pick of the you know, draft, dude. We're just so we're just so not there. There's so much left to happen. And, really, uh, oh, there's so yeah. much left. One game left. No. I mean, how much is so it's much not left? Matter because they haven't played any of the uh, none of the combine work, none of the bowl games, all the stuff that knocks quarterbacks up. Deshaun Watson did not go number one overall. Yeah, but last year. T- see, to me, that's the stuff that they get wrong when it comes to quarterbacks. I don't care uh, how much he bench presses. I know there's a, I there's care a lot of about guys. They're the gonna want, they're going to want to watch them. They're going to want to see May- them in pro Baker Mayfield just won the Heisman. Baker he's Mayfield. your boy. You've been talking him up to me for four I want, seasons. I want, he, I want him. He's more not than going anyone. to the Giants number two. I want him more than anybody because he's six feet one. You know, he's six foot one. And uh, well, is he Russell feet, Wilson? One or is he? I think he's better than Russell Wilson. I think he's. You told me he's not. Uh, what is it, Johnny uh, ball game? No. Johnny football? No. He ha- he has one of the best minds I've ever seen on a football field. As far as how he reads the field, scans the field, can make every read. He's got one of the best minds I've ever seen. Johnny Football did not have that. Johnny Football's first instinct was to pull down and run. He never read progressions. He never studied defenses. Baker Mayfield gets to the line. He looks at everything going on and can make an instant decision as to where, what the defense is going to do, why they're going to do it, and where that ball's going to go. So is he going to be a national champion at the end of this? Yeah, I think so. You like Oklahoma? I do. They're getting one and a half right now from Georgia. Yeah, I like them. They, uh, they were projected to be favorites never, in would, that game. I would not bet against this guy. But the, uh, the running back, apparently, did you hear this? Mm. He did some, nah, some nah, assault or something. Nah. So he's, Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, so great. He might not be available. Oh, good for you. All right, uh, moving on. Got one more? For, or you just well, asked me. I, no, I just, I just asked you that one. Okay, so there's uh, obviously the, uh, uh, the head coach that's won the most Super Bowls is... 
Bill Belichick. Who's number two? Chuck Knoll. Hey, there you go. Boom, right on top of that. Four for Chuck Knoll. Yep. Four in uh, the 70s. Indeed. All right, so that was my last sports question for you. You're all over that one. You want to fire one back at me before we go to geography history, or do you just want to uh, burn that bridge? Well, I mean, you see who the new manager of the New York Yankees is. I believe I told you about it. <laughs> oh, so, yes, you? I did. I'm go. pretty sure I called you and told you. And made you guess because he. Was oh yeah, you said he hit one of the biggest ago. home runs in uh, Yankee history, in, in and he Yankee was a history. third generation uh, player. Right, he's got a father and a grand first third generation player in baseball I history. Mean, it, it, I, I just absolutely hate the Yankees. Yep. For some reason, this guy doesn't like invoke sickness in me. You like him? Kinda. I do like him. Yeah, I really do. But I mean, I'd be rooting against him 162 times. Well, next he season, spent most of his but, career with Cincinnati. Yeah. So uh, he was he was a great. You know, he's a boon. He's a freaking Boone. He's Aaron Boone. I'll tell you though, in, in my He's entire in my entire life, a non Mets loss, that home run against the Red Sox was just heart wrenching. I mean that <laughs> that was so I was there. You know that. Yeah. I, I watched it happen. I, I mean, remember for the Sox to come that close. Dude, it landed then, probably you know where where my family seats are. It landed like, you know, twenty feet or uh, to the left. I watched it come off the bat. I, I was like, that's gone. Second oh, it was it, it was instant. I mean it was like fire that's the cameras gone. as soon as the ball came off. That's but, gone. Uh, so we've got a, a, I wouldn't call him a Yankee legend, but definitely had a, one of the most famous plays in, in history. We'll see how uh, he does. His uh, big league career managing uh, zero and zero. So what a stellar record so far. It's a pretty, uh, pretty gutsy move for Cashman because if it doesn't work out. I know I had asked a, a while back, uh, you know, I couldn't believe that they fired their manager after having such a great year. But apparently the young club wanted a young manager and they're getting one. That always just rings of disaster to me. Once you let the the young club start making policies like we want a new guy in here and a younger yeah, thing, it's yeah, like good luck, absolute mess. Waiting. Yeah, to all Gerard, Girardi did was win all the time. Right. So good luck. Right. Good luck in uh, life. Yeah. He when he youngsters start saying we want to get he young people in Joe here. Joe Torre, a legend like among Yankee guys. legends. Yes. And he still won. Yes. <laughs> and you're. It, it took a team that wasn't even projected to be a postseason team to the ALCS. That's what I'm saying. And almost won it. Doesn't make any sense. I guess the team that ended up winning the World Series. All right, geography history. I got a good one. Okay. There is a a space in this United States of ours. A space? A, a particular spot. A spot. Okay. Where you can stand in four states at the same time. Yes. It's called the Four Corners, Nick. Okay. Four states meet in one space. Uh-huh. Been made famous by Simpsons episode, various other things. Can you name the four states that touch at the four corners? I can. Monument. I can. Ladies and gentlemen. Arizona, Nick. New Mexico, Colorado, and Utah. Boom, 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 boom. Ducks drop. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that. Four down. Nice job. There you go. Uh, and... You know, they're just they're those states drawn with those straight line borders, boom, boom, drawn by a uh, a surveyor. Yep. Specifically, just and just boom. Sit right line. on that little space there. You can. Uh, Never been, but. Uh, I'd like to go see it. Yeah, I should do, put one foot in four states at the same time. I guess. Can depends. You, it depends. You like, like, you'd have can to you weigh pee that in with a like, circle and then just like. Nah, oh. I'm sure they're not going to let you do that. No, but that would be not. great. One piss in four <laughs> states. That same would be pretty thing. awesome. Yeah, it's insane. We could get that done at night, but yeah, that that becomes the ultimate. Like, you want to go? Well, how far out of the way is it? 
it's 20 minutes out of the way. Do you go? Yeah. Yeah, I go for 20 minutes. Yeah. It's an hour out of the way. Do you go? Thinking. What about two and a half hours out of the no. way? No. I'm out. Right. Out. So, so it's somewhere out. between an hour and an hour and a half probably of out of the way. Hour and a half, I'm not sure I'm in. All right. That's, that's, that's somewhere three in that range. hours round trip to get to and from this thing. I mean, let's say you have eaten and there's a, you know, there's a Buffalo Wild Wings there. You haven't eaten anything. You know, maybe, yeah. maybe you go an hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere in that range. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, it's not like the Grand Canyon, no, right? The no. Grand Canyon, two and a half hours out of the way, it. you're going. Yeah, I've been there. Right. Right. Stellar. What else you got? Let's see. Uh, we'll go geography first here. Let's see. Um... Okay. Of the states that border Mexico, okay, which has the shortest border? So when Trump builds the wall, which state that's getting the wall will have the shortest wall? You all right over there? Oh, you're answering me with uh, songs now? <laughs> yeah, you got it. Till that wall was built, till that wall was built. Now my cousins can cross over the You know it wasn't Texas. Wasn't Texas. <laughs> That's some. That is some border. Baja, California, California. I could have played any Red Hot Chili Peppers song, also. Uh, every song is California. California, everything. And the County Crows, do they have? No, you're right. Every song with them is California, <laughs> California. also. California. Yep, 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 yep. I wrote a song about California. <laughs> She's from the hills of California. Oh, I was in the car the other day. There's a song called California Christmas. Oh. It's a California Christmas. Like, I like oh. the Hawaiian Christmas one. Like, a mukalikalili. Oh, that's how we say Merry Christmas, Christmas to you. Yeah, whatever. I like that, you know? That's that's fun. That works. I'm not uh, sure if I really like any Christmas songs anymore. I just bear with them. I got it's a like, handful. I got a handful. And like, well, I, I love uh, Christmas wrapping by the the waitress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's, a favorite. I'm gonna, I was going to surprise you and play that on, on our way out uh, or at least do a Christmas opener next week or something. Oh, okay. Because, like you know, cool. Christmas wrapping is good. I'd try to think of the last, creative uh, Christmas stuff. The last pod before. This one was dedicated much more to the, you know, the predators, the sexual <laughs> predators <laughs> yes. of the world. So, uh, Are we going to do – spirit. Once we get to 64 predators, can we do a bracket? Because that's really... The predator bracket? Yeah, yeah. That's really what, what it's I, heading I, I towards. I think we're definitely onto it. I mean, there's a picture round coming soon, guys. I mean, you realize... Yeah, like, I mean, we're... we're we could right. get three out. We could do every picture round from now until the end of the year. Could yeah. be... Welcome to the sexual predators <laughs> round. Congratulations. <laughs> if you see these guys, do not let them lock the door behind you. Nick, let me ask you a question geography history. Wyatt Urban, Doc Holliday, they teamed up at the OK Corral. Do you know the name of the gang that they brought down? The OK Corral. All right, mm, man, it's a hard, hard one. Jeez. Yes, I, I love this movie, Tombstone. One of my favorites, and I saw it. And unfortunately, many times. it took the life of Roy Holiday. <laughs> and, uh, Our love for this right. movie cost that picture his life. Oh man, the pressure of a name. That's why I figure we're safe doing an intro of all sexual predators because, like, if one of them drops. 
I don't think anybody's <laughs> Nobody's going to care. No. Well, not right now. Oh, my gosh. All right. So I, I think they were brothers. And I specifically the didn't gang. do politicians, by the way, folks. I didn't do politicians in that one. I can make my own intro with just the Sh- political ones. J- the g- I know this. and I- All right. It's tough. Is it begin with a G or a C? Yes, C. It begins with a C? Yep. There's a Mick and then a something else. I don't know. All right, the McClowry Clanton gang. The Clanton gang. The Clanton gang, gang would have been of. the, yeah. Uh, I would certainly take just Clanton gang. Yeah, so. that's what I was thinking. Good one. Yeah, Got yeah, me. Yeah. It's like that one piece of trivia that we have we haven't hit from that. Has to do with the OK Corral. Right. Yeah, we've asked every other conceivable question uh, of regarding Wyatt's the OK brother. Corral. Right, just you know, Tombstone, California. What kind do you know of where Wyatt was, Earp was um, he was the sheriff, right, of what city? Tombstone. Before he was famed when he got the Tombstone. Dodge City. Yeah, Dodge City. Dodge City. Yeah. Kansas. See, like that's said, where he got his. Yeah. His. That's uh, where. That's name you from. know how we've talked about. He dead actually chicken. went to Tombstone just to like retire. Have we ever talked about dead brothers, chicken road on this podcast? I doubt it. Really? I feel like I haven't talked about dead chicken road in a long time. All right, so I'm going to take you down memory lane because this leads to Dodge City because we found dead cow road. It's yeah. outside of Dodge City, but uh, dead chicken <laughs> road referred to a particular <laughs> road in <laughs> Delaware. Where there's a Purdue factory and a Texas If anybody's factory. ever been on U.S. Route 1 in Delaware, you know what that chicken <laughs> road is, my friends, because you just get sad. I mean, you <laughs> are, is. like, driving down we the road. We were like, what is this? We are what? following a truck <laughs> of chickens coming out of every orifice of this back truck stuffed to the gills. <laughs> I'm not and talking, then it pulls. People, I'm not talking about you've been to a farm and there's chickens that run around. Maybe you fed a chicken at the zoo. These are chickens, but they're really just, like... Heads. It's just, and they're shoved into these cages, and it's horrible. Uh, it's... And you're like, well, where are they going? They're <laughs> following these chickens, and then one guy makes a left, and the other guy makes a right, and the cages are empty, and there's just feathers flying. And, and it's smoke. If you roll down the window, stack, it just smells like, like death, death, like chicken death. <laughs> and there's not only two, there's like a Tyson and a Purdue factory within right like 10 miles from, from each other. other. And then like off to the side, we found some other road we wanted to avoid, dead chicken road ones. And what happens? There's a third. There's yeah. like something farms. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, man, another one, yeah. another one. We, we've driven everywhere you can to avoid 95 in the summer. Right, and Dead and Chicken Road, And one time road, we ended up on Dead Chicken Road. is one of those places uh, that, that, that we is a came sad, across. Sad so road. I came across the equivalent of that outside of Dodge City, a Dead Cow Road. And it was cow factory after cow factory. And when I'm talking miles of cows... Oh, that's where your like, meat comes from. Like you've never that's seen the anything cattle like industry, it. man. It was the it was the worst thing I've ever driven through in my entire life. Yeah, but have you ever heard of people when they first founded Chicago... Chicago right. was the stockyards. I mean, that's really what made Before Chicago it fire and burn to the ground. No, I mean even even after it got built right back up because of these stockyards. And people talk about like the smell of the like on a windy day, which smell. Yeah. <laughs> All right, give me well, a thanks nice for memory lane. Yeah, there we go. I got one for you. Yeah. Nicknamed Dutch. Dutch. What U.S. president was nicknamed Dutch? This was also the title of a biography about him. I was going to ask you, uh, what did the Dutch originally name New York City? It's almost the same question. If you New think about Amsterdam. It. Yeah, that's right. I know. I was just kidding. Um, God, Dutch. I love that nickname. That's great name. Dutch. 
I got my fraternity. Feel, I just feel like Dutch. it's a nineteen. Shut up. It's like a twentieth century, like a nineteen hundreds president. It's going to be nicknamed Dutch. Like I don't think he got, nope. No eighteen hundreds. Nope. Oh, oh, did you say nineteenth century or nineteen hundreds? Nineteen hundreds. Oh, okay. No, nineteen hundreds. Okay. I thought you said nineteen. Looks like century. a Dutch. Calvin Coolidge. Reagan. Oh, was nicknamed Dutch. That's horrible. How did I not know that? Yeah, I should have known that. Right. I should have known that. Gotcha. Right. There you go. You did. You nailed me. Um. Uh, this is, uh, I haven't given you many challenging ones today. I mean, give no? Me, I mean, give me a you got me the, the Clayton Brothers yeah, from the Clayton OK Brothers, Corral. That, that was the toughest one for sure. That was an interesting one. Um, yeah, I feel like we haven't talked about this ever, but it's uh, probably worth worth saying. All right. So the two streets for two the streets. intersection in San Francisco associated with the 1967 uh, Summer uh, of Love. I hate Ashbury. And why? And why? Why there? Why there? Why there? Because who lived? Oh, well, the Grateful Dead. That's right. The Donna. The Grateful Dead Asbury. lived. Seven ten, seven forty. There's a little plaque or something right I there. I don't know. Yeah, it's funny. Like, right now, to live in that house, it would probably cost you like thirty-eight thousand dollars a month in rent. <laughs> yeah, so we have a ten million dollar. Yeah, or... It probably is. You, you go could, back. You could either live here for ten million, or you could live in that park as a heroin addict for free. <laughs> no, like so. I just I watched the Amazon six hour Grateful Dead documentary. Sure. If, if anybody who has not seen that immediately get Amazon, watch it. It's unbelievable. It, it's like the pinnacle of American society, like breaking through that World War Two time and just the the summer of love and the six it's it's so much fun to watch and they show these guys living in the house and it's like you're just walking into a room to rent this room would seriously cost three thousand dollars now sure. and there's just like some dude sleeping on the floor mm-hmm. and it's like you're like this this place would cost ten million dollars to own now not then but uh yeah go watch that uh grateful dead doc it's awesome all right, let's move on to the last category in today's Quizzo Trivia Podcast, the entertainment category. Which member of the Brat Pack co-starred in The Outsiders, The Breakfast Club, and St. Elmo's Fire, Nick? All right. So remember the 80s Brat Pack? Right? <clears throat> I do, I do. Love so, the Brat Pack. Only one guy, all three classic films, The Outsiders, right, so, The Breakfast Club, St. Elmo's So the Breakfast Fire. Cl- the Breakfast Club, I have a complete, I know everybody in the cast. St. Elmo's Fire is absolutely one of my favorites. So I've got a guy who's in both of those. There it is. John Parr? Is that his name? The Man in Motion. There it I is. could picture Rob Lowe on saxophone. <laughs> oh. Might have been one of the best 80s songs ever. Oh, yeah. Easy. Easily. Mm-mm-mm. And we also, we heard The Knack, which uh, at the beginning, which I always said was my favorite guitar Eight. solo of the 80s, but it actually came out 1979. I'm going to say that it was Emilio Estevez. Yes! Emilio Estevez. Yeah, The Outsiders is my weak link in that trio. I, I think I maybe only saw that once. So I'm not sure. Not sure why, but uh, I know the, the cast of that is hefty. I, I don't want to stop it because I do like this song. Uh, it's such a great song. Okay, it'll just fade it a little bit there, but yeah. Play it tonight on the way home. <laughs> you got to wait for the payoff. All windows right? down. got to wait for the payoff. Yeah. Hey. 
Revolution. Underneath these pair of wheels, they wear their pictures like St. Elmo's fire. That's rinse and repeat there. That's good stuff. Great little hook there. Uh, I love movies yeah. about early 20s angst. All right, you got one for me, and then I'm going to come back right at you with another 80s gem. All right, I want to do this one. What TV show's name is taken from a nickname given to the Comcast building in New York City? What TV show's name? 30 Rock. Yes, 30 Rock. Yes. So Can I ask that in reverse, or is that too hard? No. That's so good. in other words, if I reverse it, I would be asking 30 Rock took its name from a nickname given to what building in New York City? Well, people know that. Because for years it was the GE building. Sure. And they changed it. What was it? That was in the last. It was always the address. That was always the address. It was Thirty Rockefeller Center. Is the address? Yeah. But the bill, right? But the building is the Comcast building. Sure, but it's always been Thirty Rock because of the address. I think you saw me. I think I want to ask the question in reverse. You know, you know, make it a little tougher, and I'll accept if people put the GE building, we'll accept it. So this is crazy because I had a question that I put like in my phone. You know, sometimes you got a question for the future. You're like, I'll just mark this. I'll save a screenshot or something like that. So I haven't gotten I haven't gotten this into the quiz yet. But uh, since you just said that, uh, I'll ask it. Uh, Actually, I'm not going to ask it. It's not even a question. I'm just going to tell you because you've already given away the answer. But you know that famous uh, picture with the guys eating lunch. On a, on a beam, yes. on a skyscraper, yes. like looking out into New York City. Sure. Do you know what building that was that they were building? I guess you're going to tell me it was the... 30 G- Rock. Okay. It wasn't the Empire. Everybody thinks it's the Empire State Building. It was 30 Rock. Yeah, that's, that's tough. Sure, but it's... The only other guess I would throw out there would be the Chrysler Building, because that was built before the Empire State Building, so maybe I would think that. Right. But... All right. Speaking of cheesy songs, Nick, speaking of cheesy songs, the Mike Reno and Wilson duet Almost Paradise was the love theme of what film? Do you know this song? Oh, yeah, I do. I, I would ask you not to play it. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you typing over there. Oh, you know he's not going to play it. He's you not going to You're going to hear a little bit of it. You're not, until you answer it, until you get it correct, oh, no. you're going to have oh, no. to hear it. You're going to have to hear it. I, I really hope that I get this right. But I don't want to take any more time because <laughs> he started to play the song. So I'm just going to say an officer and a gentleman. It is not an officer and a gentleman. See, this is an interesting question. Oh, you didn't turn the song off. <laughs> <laughs> it's an interesting question, and I'll tell you why it's an interesting question. Because I'm stalling for time. No, but seriously, this song is not associated with this movie in my head at all. But it takes place in a dance scene of, like, the high school dance. And that alone should be a big clue. Oh, you're not. It's not in Back to the Future, is it? No. Oh. All right. Well, Back that, to the Future is 1950s. They're at the school. Oh, dance. right, right. Yeah, right. Chapman well, Under you the said sea you dance. didn't associate it and high school dance. All right. All right. So is it like 16 Candles or something? Nope. Like that? One of the great 80s movies of all time. And, uh. Arguably. This this one really is. It really is, and it, and it is probably the movie that a specific actor who has a game named after him is most known for. Oh, so Footloose. Hey, All right. you like how I, <laughs> I, I, I do love uh, I do love Footloose, and yep. 
Yeah, well, the, when you said it, I, I knew it was a love theme to an 80s movie. I, just, I, I figured I people go Top Gun. It seems like a Top Gun. Yeah, you know, I just but know that. I know that one because I'm scarred from that scene. Yeah, but that's, that is the worst love scene see, in the history have, of movie making. There shouldn't have the been Top a school Gun, band. Oh, God. Tom Cruise, Kelly McGinnis scene. <laughs> that is the most fast-forwarded scene oh, on my uh, VCR. Oh, it's just fantastic. Oh. <laughs> All right. What else you got? You got one more? I'll throw one more back at you before we end today's Quizzer Trivia Podcast. Geez, only one more. Alright. Uh yeah, we're already fifty two minutes, brah. Alright, listen. I've got one that's too easy, I think, to be my last one. It's quick and then fire back and then I'll finish with something. Okay. We Will Rock You was released as a double A sided single with what other song? We are the champions. Yes. So do you even know what a double A-sided single is? It means it was they went back-to-back. Back. There was no gap in between them. And those two Right, so they were on played. the same side, right. so DJs played them back-to-back. Back. Back. Yep. My whole life growing up. Those it's two a very songs, rare thing. Those two songs came back-to-back back my whole life growing up. I was th- thinking we should try to put a list together of the double A-sided singles because it's a very rare thing. Ah, well, um, that's got to be the best example. But, yeah, no, I used okay. to listen to that all the time. Like, uh, they would just go. And I love... Uh, Another one bites the dust. Different song, but that's what I play almost every start of a Quizzo show. My first song is Another One Bites the Dust. Oh, yeah, that's a great. Uh, great it's great just fantastic. Um, let's see what we got here. Okay. This is going to be the last one that I ask. The last one, Nick. All right. I hope I get it. What quote was the tagline of the 1999 film, The Sixth Sense? What was the tagline of the 1999 film, The Sixth Sense? I almost want to ask you if this is easy or not. Okay. Is it easy? It's not easy? It's easy. It is easy. Okay. Because, I mean, the first thing that jumps out would be he sees dead people. I see dead people. I see dead people. Yep. It's I see dead people, not he sees dead people. Yeah, tag tagline is uh, kind of a loose I was going to say, I I was going to say I see dead people, but I, I, I... it seemed weird as the tagline. <laughs> All right. I guess you got me on that one. Well, you can always say, I see dead people is the, you know, is the line associated with one movie. If you ask in reverse, it's a little bit looser. But No, uh, I mean, people get it. I just, it's, I see dead people. That's what it should be. I just, I don't know. I don't know why I botched that. All right, here you go. I'll leave you with this one here, man. Um, what first lady's nickname? Hmm. Is also the best revu- reviewed movie in the history of Rotten Tomatoes. What first lady's nickname is also the title of the best reviewed movie in the history of Rotten Tomatoes? Best reviewed or worst? Best. The okay. best reviewed movie in the history of Rotten Tomatoes is also the nickname of what first lady? God. What a good question and tough question. Well, this movie just came out. That's right. It just made news as the best reviewed movie in the history of the movie. Just came out. Movie just came out. So your Lady Bird. Lady Bird. There you go. I, you know. Had no idea that's a new movie, but I was like, if there's one nickname of a first lady that I know that could, sound and that's like what a I'm hoping name. people that don't know it, and then uh, you know, apparently, hopefully, this movie gets a, a lot of buzz. It's the highest reviewed movie in the history of uh, Rotten Tomatoes. I thought it was about Johnson, Lady Bird Johnson. Sure. It's not. 
Oh. It's just a movie separately it's called also, Lady Bird. It's also King of the uh, Hank Hill's dog. Yes. Lady Bird. Lady Bird? <laughs> so what is Hank Hill's dog? <laughs> a first lady and the most highly reviewed <laughs> movie in Rotten Tomatoes history. So looking forward to seeing it. Do you have any idea what it's about? I think teenage angst. Oh, teenage angst. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just guessing, honestly. Teenage I, I don't know. angst, dude. Come on. We, have enough, we don't have enough movies about teenage angst. <laughs> I, I love teenage angst. You're a fan of teenage angst? I'll try. What's, What's the best teenage angst movie you know? I, I love that one with the girl who gets pregnant. Um, uh, why can't I think of her name? Hmm. Help me out a little bit. You got, you know this? Say this again. Oh, jeez, totally drawing a blank on the on the title. Uh, she gets pregnant. Um, that skinny dude from Superbad oh, is in oh, it. Oh, oh, okay. Jason Bateman's in it. Yes, Jason Bateman adopts the baby. Oh, I love that. Michael Sarah's the guy Michael that Sarah's knocks, that knocks her up. Uh, and, and what's his name? JJ. God Almighty! Oh. Just look it up for me. Put, 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 put oh, me through. Put me out of the misery. This is killing me. Um, but anyway, I love that one. Let's see. I think J.K. Simmons plays her dad. That's who I was talking about. Yeah, not J.J. J.K. Um, God, what is the? What is the name of that movie? It's funny because they're both in Arrested Development together. Michael uh, Sarah, Yeah. And Jason Bateman. What's her name? What's her name in real life? I don't know. I'm just drawing a blank on her. Juno. It's got to be Juno. Juno, that's it. Juno. I love Juno. Hmm. What would be another teenage? Is like sweet? Is like 16 Candles? Oh, those Brad Pack movies are... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like 16 Candles... I just don't know Sixteen Candles enough, but I would say that uh, Breakfast Club is teenage angst for sure. Pretty much anything with Ali Sheedy in it invokes angst, teenage angst. I don't know. Um, oh, you know what was a good one? Something. Um, uh, the, super bad. The girl Hermione. The girl who played Hermione was yeah, just like in a her. really good teenage angst movie a few years back. What's her name? Uh, Emma Watson, right? Yeah, yeah, Emma I like Watson. Her. I like her. Uh, something about a wallflower. Hmm. Does that ring ring out at all? Not really. Oh, that's a great movie. You you would like it. All right. Well, send your. Wasn't uh, there one about uh, send with your Ryan tweets. with Ryan Re- Adventureland? Yeah, that was uh, a good that one. Was a good one. I, I like, that, like that, one. that. Yeah. What's his name? Uh, the guy that uh, that was in uh, played Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, I think he was in that movie. Oh yeah. Yeah, jeez, we're 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 supposed to be experts at identifying celebrities. <laughs> For some reason, we're calling fumbling. out these like, hey, these you know that guy? That were... <laughs> it looks like uh, at the Wahlberg, but he in the wall. There was one. Well, it's also different when you show. when you're not on the air and you have the chance to to, to talk it out. Yes, nonetheless. All right, so we, we kind of floundered at the end with those things, but we'll, <laughs> we we encourage you to t- uh, tweet us at Quizzo Trivia Podcast uh, or Quizzo Podcast. The perks tweet of us. being a wallflower. Just perks had to of get being that a wallflower. One there you go. So tweet us your favorite teenage angst movies. Maybe we'll find its way into a quiz. All right, for Nick, my name is Drew. We will see you all next week, everybody. This has been the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Visit us online at quizzopodcast.com for more information.
Yes, Miss Bonin. Don't hang up for me. I can. I have plenty of energy to drive over there. Check this message and then just 